In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joe-Man. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 266 of the Carl Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... The greatest professional wrestler on God's green earth. I am Joe of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. Yes, you are to both things. You are Joe. To from both the- <laughs> things, Gomez. <laughs> you are Joe and you are the greatest wrestler on earth. You're I damn am right. back. Yes, I am you back are. To being the greatest wrestler on earth, I was before, and then I decided not to be. But now I once again decided to be again. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm gonna hit some music here. Yeah. Well, tell me. Joseph DeLeo. Greatest wrestler. Where'd you do that? Where'd you go this week? Gomez, this past weekend, your double main man was in Long Island, New York with his double main man. Yes, I was I don't mean you. What? I don't mean you. No. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You are my main man because after this you've been demoted oh. because my my new double main man was there the very nice very evil Danhausen he was wonderful he's so great i love that man i decided to come back to professional wrestling just so i could meet danhausen that is not a joke people were laughing about that all night cpa and bobby orlando friends of the show Bobby Orlando, my sweet, sweet boy. And the stupendous CPA. And and CP Ahmed. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) They they were so in love with the fact that I decided to wrestle just so I can meet Dan Housen. They're like, that is the most pure thing we've ever heard. It's adorable. That is is the absolute truth. I love that Dan Housen. And I've been watching this guy's videos for months and months now. And when I saw he was booked for Creator Pro, I hit up Brian Myers. I said, dude, I'm coming to this show because I have to meet Danhausen. I just have to get a picture with Danhausen. And Brian said, dude, if you're coming, bring your gear. So this past weekend, I was in Long Island, New York for Creator Pro Wrestling, where I took part in the All Costumes Are Legal Battle Royale. Yeah. You're not the only one who... Who wanted to see Dan Housen? That place was packed. My goodness, a packed show with all the fan housings. It was great. Yes, Joe. Joe, we had a great time at the wrestling show, and it only got better once you hit that ring. What a great night we had. My goodness. 
it's funny because over the past 20 years, you and other friends of ours have come out to support me at many wrestling shows. Of course. Um, would you rate this as one of the better ones you have been to? It really is. And, like, it's it's not even, I don't want to say, like, a professional. Like, we go to indies that are trying to be, like, the hot shit. And they're god-awful shows sometimes. This is a show where it's mostly to get people experience it and in front of people. And it was damn good. Brian really runs a, a good school. Um, I've watched his practices a couple times now. I've never taken part in them because, I mean, come on. Um, but, like, no one expects me to do that. <laughs> but, but like, his practices are no joke. And I look at that and I go, well, this is a hell of a lot different from the way I was trained, which was... <laughs> You know, which was just an old man shining some jewelry and kind of waving me off with his hand and said, kind of go figure it out for yourself, kid. Um, but his students are really good. Yeah. And everyone had personality. Everyone's having fun. The crowd was really yes. fun. It, it was none of this like, hey, look at us. We are awesome. That Like fan shit that I hate. Like it was just a very cool and fun environment to be in. Even for me, like and I'm there. You know, as, as part of the show, which was really cool. I had so much fun being on that show. Like, so thank you to anyone who came out, saw the show, watched it on twitch.tv slash major pod network, where you can still go check it out if you would like. And I have gotten so much feedback. Uh, I like probably the most feedback I've ever gotten for anything I've ever done in wrestling in the, the past couple of days. I love it. So before the match, Joe, were you nervous? Because it's been a while since you had to, to do wrestling. Uh, at one point, um, I, so I was just hanging out and, you know, talking to all the people I know and then meeting people in the back that I didn't know before. And and uh, Brian comes down and he goes, where have you been? And I go, ah, you know, I'm out here mingling. He goes, oh, it must be easy for you, right? No pressure. I go, no pressure. <laughs> no, no pressure. I don't know if you know this, but I didn't come here to not steal the show. So... <laughs> He he! I think he thought I was joking. I most certainly was not. <laughs> no, baby, you're the main event. No matter where on the card you are, like come I on. always look at it. I always look at it like there may be someone who stops watching the show after my match, and if that is the case, then in their minds, I am the main event. <laughs> and if they leave or 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 stop watching while the match is still going on. Then in their minds, I possibly could have still won. That's right. You're undefeated to a lot of people. So to a lot of people, maybe you had to take a bathroom break and miss the rest of the show. I don't know. People have different issues with their tum-tums. But you know what? To those people, I could be Goldberg for all, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh. uh, I, was, I was a little bit nervous once... The guy ahead of me uh, went out for his entrance, and then I was the next one up. And I was standing there, like, getting ready to hear the music. And I was like, wow, this brings me back. Haven't done this in a while. Love so I got a, little, I got a little jittery. But that went away, like, the second I stepped out, which it always did. No, you look great. The match was a lot of fun. The, the way they put it together, the gimmicks were great. It was a good time, baby. So happy yeah, that I got a, to see it. I'm, I'm glad you guys came. You and Armando came out, and then we, we actually met some some people who listen to the podcast. Yes. Husvar, Tommy Sapienza. I, I, I got to sell some merchandise, some revolting blob masks, some new Captain Shoes 8x10s, Ooh. which, I mean, if you want to inquire about, 
feel free to slide into them DMs. DMs uh, always tweet open. Tweet me. Yeah, DMs always open at the Joe Shoes. And uh, we could work out a deal. Maybe you want a revolting blob mask. Maybe you want a revolting blob 8x10, a Captain Shoes 8x10. Maybe you want an 8x10 of my head on Prince Adam with Kevin Smith's head on Skeletor, and he's stabbing me from behind <laughs> because he broke my heart. Maybe that's what you want. I've got those too. You saw they announced uh, part two was coming out the next yes. month, right? Yeah, no, it's going to be November. I'm very, I'm excited. Like I said, my biggest issue with the part one was that it was only five episodes because I think a lot of people tuned in expecting yeah. it to be a He-Man show and they didn't get, they didn't get, a, they got a Masters of the Universe show, but they didn't get a He-Man show. Didn't get a He-Man show and you got half a show also. I, I'm sure they expected yeah. a season one to be full of episodes, not... A quick little thing. So I think that was a big error on the part of Netflix. Hopefully, uh, and I hope this makes up for it. You know, I, I did enjoy the first part. I've watched it probably 10 times through right now. So, I mean, I enjoy it. I'm on the fence with whether or not to dive into collecting the figures. Mm, you know, you want I've, to. I've been buying the Origins figures, which are the ones that look like like the 80s figures. Yeah, just you know, redone only with, old school style. Yeah, with, you know, the newer articulation and stuff like that. And I love them. I'm having so much fun with them. But then these Masterverse figures came out, and I, was, I wasn't really, like, overly sold on the first wave. I bought a He-Man and a Skeletor just because I feel like you always need He-Man and Skeletor. Yes. But I was like, ah, you know, that's probably it for me. I don't need any more. And then when I was at PowerCon and I saw all the reveals, and I was looking at them, and I was like, oh, my God, some of these look so cool. And now I'm like, I keep going back and forth with like, I'll order them. I won't order them. I should order them. Put them in my cart. No, 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 no. Delete, delete, delete. Like, I, it's really, uh, it's a real Sophie's choice, Gomez. <laughs> so that what's going to happen is like series two or three, they're going to drop something where you go, oh shit, I fucking need that. And then you're going to go, well, if I get in this other guy, then I got to get that one. But, so that's what it is, has been, because like I have the He-Man and Skeletor, and now I've been to the store a couple times, and I run into like a Moss Man, and I'm like, oh, this Moss Man looks really cool. <laughs> and it's just one figure right now. Like, how much could it hurt? But like, if I buy Moss Man, well, I have to buy Evil Lynn. But if I buy Evil Lynn, I have to buy Tila. Like, it. and it's a, just a vicious cycle. Yep. So I've been holding out, yep. but I don't know how much longer yeah, I can you can't hold, hold out, out for. for so long, baby. But I have so Flesh much stuff weak. like coming in. I've been collecting so much stuff. I really don't know. Like at some point, like I have to purge a considerable considerable amount of things because I just don't have the space. I mean, right now I've got Masters of the Universe Origins. I still have my Funko collection, which even though I haven't really been adding to, I still have it. It's still big. I have my, I have my vintage Masters of the Universe. I've been buying the Thundercats Ultimates from Super 7. I ordered, I pre-ordered the Silverhawks Ultimates from Super 7. So sexy. I pre-ordered the G.I. Joe Ultimates from Super Jesus. 7. I've got stuff coming from everywhere i've got gi joe retro figures that i buy every time i can find them and i'm pretty much up to date with those i've still got a full collection did, of masters of the universe reaction figures did you get anything from new york comic con was a week or two ago did uh were there any exclusives you got out of there i didn't really like anything from my collection 
there was nothing I really needed. The only thing I picked up, and it was even way after the fact, was uh, I bought a couple of Funko Soda figures. Oh, okay. So the Prince Adam wasn't exclusive. So I actually bought two of them just because it was like late at night. I was half asleep and I saw like, hey, this is available. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I, in addition to that, I picked up what wasn't a, a, an exclusive, but a a Captain Carter figure as well. Oh, okay, cool. So I, I, I was going to get one of each. And then I was like, oh, well, if I add, you know, just a couple more dollars, I get free shipping. So I ordered a second Prince Adam. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And uh, I'll be doing an unboxing video, and you can be watch that over at youtube.com slash Joe Shoes coming up very soon. I was going to ask, because you kept saying how you, you, you're buying so much stuff. You got so much coming. I said, we need an unboxing video, baby. Perfect. Awesome. We really do. I, yo, I have so many. Hey, Gardner, be quiet. I'm over here recording the most important <laughs> podcast in the universe. <laughs> Unbelievable, these people. Don't they know what's going on in the house? Yeah. Oh. So I... I've been buying all these things, but I'm at the point now where I feel like if I open anything and I don't record it, it's a complete waste. <laughs> so I just have stacks and stacks and stacks of figures that need to be opened, if for no other reason than to just make more space because loose figures take up a lot less space. Of course. I'm sure so you have a big I box for one fucking little guy in there. Oh my god, dude! I've got vehicles that need to be opened, figures, two packs, uh, like just so many things, and I just don't know what to do with them. Man, it's time to buy a new house with a new room. The toys, well, the toys are growing up, and they need more space. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not gonna be a piece of shit like Andy and just give them away like they're nothing. <laughs> no, I'm gonna sell them. I am going to sell them for a market profit. Give them away. Fuck that. Stupid oh. Andy. Do you know how much that Woody doll is I was just going to say, like, the whole second movie is about this amazing Woody doll, and he just gives it away. That kid should have sold that shit right before college. Forget about it. I was going to say, he, he's, he's like a college age now. He has the internet. He knows how much that fucking Woody is worth. Wow, what an idiot, Andy. Ugh, fucking Andy. <laughs> you know what? Look, I got a question for you. Sure. Because since we're talking a little Toy Story right now, somehow we got to Toy Story from me wrestling in Long Island. Love it. Um, By the way, uh, yeah, consider this a comeback. You want to book me? Whoa! Breaking news. Email me. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, e email me, tweet me, whatever. Just get in touch with me and pay me thousands of dollars, and I will come to your little podunk town. I will take a brother rate if there is a sizzler within ten to fifteen miles. Ooh, exciting! <laughs> so, Toy Story question. Uh, yeah, so Toy Story question. Uh, on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, they were talking about uh, Toy Story had somehow come up, and. They shit all over Toy Story 4. And I don't know. I don't hate Toy Story 4. But this has become like this big conversation with people going back and forth, whether debating it or or hating on it. Like, love. oh, no, it's not that bad. Oh, no, it sucks. Fuck Forky. Like, where do you stand, Gomez, on Toy Story 4? I think it's very good. 
I don't. Uh, I like. Well, what's what's the hate? Like, what what are they? Just what? that it's not. Uh, hey, Gardner, what did I tell you? We're working over here. Just that it doesn't feel like a real Toy Story movie. It like changes the dynamics of the characters. Forky is a piece of shit. He's genuine trash. Like, oh my God. I, I don't know. I, to me, it never felt that serious. Like I was just having fun with characters yeah. I already know and love. Of course, I'm checking my letterboxed, uh, and I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah, like it's it's a good movie. It was very sweet. It's good. It, like, uh, sure, I guess you could say the dynamic's a little different in the movie, but I mean, okay, what, are we supposed to make the same movie? I mean, Toy Story 3 is basically Toy Story 2, but we love it, it's the best, so they made something different, that's okay too, come on, people. And did, did you know people hate Toy Story 2? No, that's not true, that's supposed to be the best, what are you talking, what, what is going on? Now, now look, I'll give you my opinion on toy, on the Toy Stories, I think one is good, I think two is great. I think three is phenomenal. Sure. I think each one got better. To me, Toy Story 1 through 3 is the perfect trilogy. And yes. had they left it alone like that yes. forever, I would continue to think that. I'll agree that 4 doesn't need to exist. Sure. Yes. It's unnecessary. But they made it, so it's here. <laughs> wow. But I don't hate it. No. I didn't know there was such slander on my neck of the woods. It's mostly... It's good or great, but I never see people just come out and hate it. I also well, feel... And, and this, this was where I was. That's the headspace I was yeah. in, too. And to hear all these people within that part, uh, within that community, which I happen to be a part of, I was very taken aback by these comments. Wow, that's upsetting to hear. Huh. Who knew such rage was thrown at Toy Story 4? <laughs> I, I like it really caught me off guard and I was almost like I was very tentative to even getting engaged in a discussion because I don't feel like I need that ne that kind of negativity in my life. Yes, and you don't like it enough to where well, you got to defend it. Like <laughs> Yeah, like I, because otherwise like you know when it's one of those things where you think people are being like too far on one side yeah. so you feel the need to, to go like, Whoa, slow in the down. complete 180 and then like you got to go so extreme on the other end and you don't feel that but you just you need to combat their level of vitriol with something something uh comparable i get it <laughs> totally but yeah i wouldn't i would just be like i would have probably did the same thing like oh like oh i didn't hate it and just kept it moving <laughs> so yeah so toy story 4 very enjoyable. Me, the greatest wrestler of all time, and thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, what an open to the show. My goodness. <laughs> so, since we haven't already, be sure to follow us on all the social media at Card Jomez. Thank you again to all those who have been listening and subscribing. We had another very good week of downloads again, but this time, Gomez, Ooh. we did not set a new weekly record. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. But what I have been noticing Ooh. is the back episodes seem to be 
getting more and more downloads. So I guess people are just getting on the train and to each and every one of you. Thank you. Welcome and come on in. The water's just fine. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review wherever you download this podcast. That way the entire world knows that not only is Toy Story 4 very good, that not only am I the greatest wrestler on God's green earth today, but that me and Gomez are the world's best podcasters doing the world's best podcast every week for free that's right five years running number one podcast in the world my goodness in the world my goodness joe did you uh there was a lot of superhero stuff this weekend uh dc had their fandom thing did you see they dropped trailers for i was gonna bring this up okay because I don't, you know, we've just spoken enough about the world today and about how we're the best in it. But one specific city came all over the internet today, uh, this week, I should say. And that's Gotham City. Yes. The trailer for The Batman with Robert Pattinson, Gomez. And I got to admit, I didn't catch it at first. I was kind of late to the party, like, I knew it was out. But I was in no hurry to see the trailer for it. You know, it's a trailer. The movie's yes. not coming out for months. I don't need to rush to watch no. this thing. I watched this one because it's the first trailer, so it's usually nothing crazy. Like, it's like their showcase, so they're just trying to show the movie off. Because I don't think it's finished filming. So, I watched that. But I won't watch another trailer, because whatever. I'm. It's a Batman yeah. movie. I need to be sold on a Batman movie. Like a- Exactly. <laughs> but, like, the thing was... People were getting so hyped. Oh, I can't wait till March. This is going to be great. And so, like, I took my time getting to it. And, uh, you know, I had a couple minutes while sitting on the old toilet one day. And I said, all right, let me watch this Batman trailer. And I honestly don't know what people are getting so excited about. I think it looks good. But, I mean, it's, it looks fine. it's a Batman movie. It looks like a Batman movie. And it doesn't tell you literally anything. So, I think they just get... Except that ex- the Riddler's in it. Yes, I think they're getting excited at visuals and stuff like that. Like, because the, they get the style of the movie. So, people are getting excited. You know, I love Batman. I'm going to see this movie. I love it. But I'm, I'm not in a rush for more Batman. Like, I'm okay. Like, you could give me something else. Like, I hope the Joker is not in this second Batman. Like, can we do something else there's so many bad guys and we do the same four so yeah, like where is king tut exactly like okay we're doing penguin and riddler again it's been very long since we've done them i'm excited okay but like we we kind of just did them like did you ever finish watching gotham no i did not i never did i heard it got better but i mean at that point i'm not i'm not slugging through yeah because I remember you and I started watching yes. it together. We were just like when Let's I was watch up this. in New York one day, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was like bad. that first, those first handful of episodes we watched like were terrible. Seven, eight episodes. We watched a lot of episodes. Like we gave it a shot. Yeah, and honestly, I stuck with it the whole way through. And you know, when it ended, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I mourned its passing. But yeah, but it, it was fine. It was, and it was something to watch, and there was. You know, like, if you're a Batman fan, there was always stuff for you to go, oh, that's this, and oh, that's this. Yeah. So, that was kind of cool, but, like, we got a lot of Riddler and Penguin throughout that whole series. That's true. Penguin's the main the main thing there, yes. Um, yes. Okay, that's true. So, yeah. So, again, so we don't even need these characters. Give me Clayface. Give me Man Bat. Come on, baby. Give me these things. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, but, uh, listen... There's nothing about the trailer that I was like, oh, this sucks. But, it, I mean, it just 
you know, there's not exactly a lot of meat on the bone. It's just, look how dark and rainy this city is. So did... And above <laughs> it stands the bats. I am vengeance. Um, <laughs> You could have told me that was a Darkwing Duck trailer, and I would have <laughs> believed it. I fucking wish. I would have. I'd be waiting online right now for it. Uh, did you see the trailer for The Flash? I did not. Because this is also Batman-centric. Uh, that's why it was a very Batman-heavy weekend because uh, the Flash is all about going into different points in the universe, multiverse. So Michael Keaton's Batman is back, and uh, oh yes, he narrates the thing like it's like oh that's a familiar face, and then it ends with giving you don't get the full shot, you get like the back shot, but you could tell it's him because he you know his cowl is very unique. So Michael Keaton is back as Batman, and you know that's very exciting. So. My question is, since this is a multiverse, yeah, and multiple Batmans exist, yes, and one of them is a Michael Keaton, yes, and Michael Keaton starred in Multiplicity, yes. Do we have multiple Michael Keaton in Multiplicity of Batman roles? You, we might. Honestly, we might get different because versions of Michael Keaton as Batman in this movie. Like Michael Keaton in the Adam West gear, Michael Keaton in the George Clooney gear, like. Michael Keaton doing reenactments of Batman Forever and making out with Dr. Chase Meridian. You might. George Clooney said he is not in this movie. They did not call him to be in the movie, sadly. Which is bullshit. Uh, Ben Affleck, I believe, is back as his version of Bruce Wayne and Batman. You know, I have no problem with Affleck. I love I think Batman is. I think he's a very great Batman. I think. I think people just. It's like cool to hate Affleck. It's, It's it's cool to hate Affleck and Zack Snyder. But the Batman... It is... But you know what? With Zack Snyder, it's justified. (laughs) Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. He's the bomb in lots of things. He's in this new movie, Duel, that came out. It's a Ridley Scott movie. Is that the one where he plays, like, the uncle or something? He looks like... No, no, no. This is, like... It's like a medieval movie. It's called The Last Duel. Oh. So, like, he's, like... Looks like fucking King Arthur bullshit. Stuff like that. And Ben Affleck is in it with uh, Matt Damon. And someone else is in it. It's supposed to be really good. I might see it later. How fucking sad is it? Like, how old does it make you feel that, like, our cool young hip guys getting ready to take over Hollywood are now, like, these old fucking douchebags, like, coming back and playing these, like, wizened old-timer roles now. Everything makes me feel old, Joe. Everything on TV is like, oh, look at that. That's that's old. Especially when everything is about nostalgia. So it's always like, remember this? Remember? <laughs> oh. oh, the member berries. They hit us every time we turn around. Oh, yes. So, uh, so that uh, DC stuff, that was... Uh, they do a thing every year. They do their own, like, little... I guess Comic Con E3 where they just announce all their shit, but it's such a disaster. They they like, oh yeah, Wonder Woman three, it's coming out. Don't worry, but they don't have any details about it. This movie's not gonna come out for three, four years. I just DC is just a, a fucking. And mess. here's the thing, they still haven't figured out Wonder Woman two. Well, yeah, that was that was such a fucking shit sandwich. So that- they, you would think they would be like ready to like, hey guys, Wonder Woman, boom, 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 give us something. They're just like, yeah, we're gonna make a Wonder Woman movie. Oh, okay. Well, Wonder <laughs> Woman eighty four came out over a year ago now, right? It came out. 
was it early this year or last the end of last year? It's it's been about a year, just about. I feel like it. I mean, I I feel like it's been a lot longer than it actually has been, right? Because it was one of those H. It was an HBO Max show, right? So it was one of the first. Because that was one of the movies that got kind of delayed by COVID, yeah. correct? Well, it's a twenty. It says twenty twenty. Yes, I think it was the end release. That, yes, it came out Christmas. That's right. It came out Christmas on HBO Max so, and in theaters. So not even a year? So almost a year. But it's almost a year. We're, we're at the end but of I the But I mean, year. like, that movie feels like so fucking long ago. And it was so fucking Everything bad that the feels. second that released, like, someone should have been in an office going, we got to fix this. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what I mean. You should have had something, anything, a concept, anything, to be like, oh, we've done the past with Wonder Woman. Let's let's see her future. Let's this new movie. It's gonna be current. We're gonna do this, but something. That's the problem with DC. They want to do these things, but they seem to lack any any knowledge of of how to run things. It's it's mind blowing. I, I really don't understand. It's just it feels like a lack of leadership at the top. Like it there's does. no Kevin like, Feige. Just, like but they just do like now. Saying, I believe they have do. someone now who's supposed to be doing that. I don't know. I don't know what's You know, happening. like, Marvel has their next, what, 15 phases planned out and announced already? Like, we we saw a trailer for Shang-Chi 31, phase 96, <laughs> at New York Comic Con this month. Like, uh, Marvel just announced that all their movies have been pushed back. So, like... Uh, is that due to issues with shooting or just... Uh, they just said production stuff. I don't know what that means. Like, Do so, you think it was because of the possibility of the union worker strike oh you know maybe just in case so they uh they did uh, that's all been squared away now they're I was not gonna going say, on yeah. strike they have reached an agreement but yeah but that makes sense that maybe they had already planned it in just in case because like uh the doctor strange movie is supposed to come out march now that's coming out in may basically everything got pushed back to the next one so that's in may now thor's in july black panther's now in november Shit like that. So, you know, I guess that does make sense. Have they made any announcements on what they plan to do with Black Panther now? Like, is there going to be a new Panther or are they just kind of going to roll with the characters that they already have built in? It seems like this is going to be like, I don't know if maybe, you know, he's on a mission or something. But they have said they're not going to recast the character of T'Challa. But obviously the Black Panther could be anybody. You know, it could be any person. Correct. So we all assume that someone else will be Black Panther. We it's got to be Shuri, know. right? We assume Shuri, she was in the comics. She becomes Black Panther for a while or is still. And, um, you know, who knows? But they've kept everything on the wraps. There's also a, a Black Panther, a Wakanda TV show, I believe, that they're trying to put together for Disney+. Plus. So it's going to oh. be a lot of Wakanda stuff, sadly, you know, without him. So... They're going to figure it out. They just haven't said anything. Well, you know how Marvel is. Marvel is very secretive. They don't really tell you anything until they need to, basically. Correct. And at this point, like you said with a Batman movie, like you don't need to sell me on a Batman movie. No, you don't it's need... Batman. I'm going Yo, to and see at this Batman. Point, Marvel's done so much good for us that, like, I, I don't care what it is. Like, I saw Shang... I never even fucking heard yes. of Shang-Chi. In two and weeks... I'm like, and I'm going opening day to see this fucking movie. In two weeks, The Eternals comes out. Who the fuck are The Eternals? Nobody gives a fuck about The Eternals. I literally have no idea who The Eternals are. But okay. I know it's... It, isn't it the woman from um, Fool's Rush In with Matthew Perry? 
<laughs> Selma Hayek is in the movie, yes. It's a great See? movie. I love Fool's Rush In. But that was one of those movies. Let me tell you a little. I love Matthew Perry. The whole nine yards. Oh, fucking the best. 17 again? Fucking yeah. Matthew Perry was so good. Could I be any more great in movies? <laughs> Selma Hayek's in it. Uh, Angelina Jolie's in it. You know. Uh, what? But- wow. I feel like she's like completely fallen off the face of the earth. She had a movie this year come out. She had one of those HBO Max movies about the fire jumper or some shit like that. I never watched. I don't give a fuck. Wow. But some kind of... Like, not- I, I know she did uh, Malef- Maleficent. How do you say it? Maleficent. Maleficent. Sure, her too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, she did never, two of those. I haven't seen either of those movies. She did movies. two of I those movies, she- yes. Yeah. I've ne- I, I think I saw the first one. It's fine. I don't think I saw that second one. Interesting, yeah. So you know, that's what I mean. We're going to see that movie. That's a, that's why you give us a Batman movie, and it's like, oh, I'm not seeing it because it doesn't have the Joker. No, you're going to see the Batman movie. The first Batman Begins had the fucking Scarecrow and Rajah Ghul. And Rajah Ghul. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Ex- that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, that was awesome. Like, that was great. Give us something different. Even you know Bat- what? Like, even looking back, if you watch that movie now. I think it's so much, it's even better. Like, I enjoy it a lot now. Like, I watched it quasi-recently, like, within the past year or so. And I was like, this is a really fucking good movie. It's been on my rewatch list. It's something I want to rewatch. I just haven't gotten around to it. But I remember loving it. And uh, the problem is, I want, I kind of want a Batman movie that's not super serious. Like, I don't need a jokey Batman movie. But also, it doesn't have to be this dark all the time. You know, see, uh, you you're looking for that happy medium. Yes. I would love, a, like a now. I don't know how you feel about the '66 Batman it's the great. series with Adam West. It's fun. Yeah, I, I don't love I don't need it. it like that. Like, yeah, I get that. That's people would fucking revolt if Batman was like that again. I get it. Doesn't they have to would, be like that. I would not though. Yeah, so, I, but I enjoy it. They've they've made like uh, comics based on those series, and, and they've yes, done they've made animated they've movies. Made animated movies yeah. with the actual voices. Of so like Adam it's West. like it's fun, like it's cool. I'm down with it. I I would love a maybe a continuation series, maybe not necessarily a reboot, but you know a brand new cast filling in these roles, and we get kind of a continuation of. The Batman sixty six in today's world. I wouldn't mind you know, it. where where maybe he doesn't have bat shark repellent spray because maybe he doesn't fight a shark. Maybe he fights Mecha Godzilla. So he's got bat Godzilla repellent spray. How would you know me? I'll anything with Godzilla in and I'll fucking watch it. Maybe uh. Batman and, you know, I don't want to get political here, but Uh-oh. maybe Batman could serve Gotham City by overseeing the sanctity of the local elections and making <laughs> sure it was free and fair. I'm down with it. I definitely listen. I'm down. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon can stop by. He goes, hey, Batman, how things look? And he goes, all free and fair, Commissioner. D- and the DC thing, they announced that what's his face? Uh... J.K. Simmons is coming back as Commissioner Gordon on. They're doing a Batgirl HBO Max show, 
And so he's coming back as Commissioner Gordon. And I think, um, what's his face? I think Michael Keaton's going to be Batman on that show. I just remembered. So yeah, we're getting a lot of Batman. <laughs> I think we should do a Michael Keaton episode very soon. Real top five Michael Keaton movies? That's what you want to do? Yeah, let's do our top five Michael Keaton movies. This is very interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my dome here. What five? So just Batman one, two. Like, all right. Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna play a little game. Get, hit some game show music. Oh, all right, baby. I am the B. I am the B. Top four movies. Oh, what could they be? I am the B. I am the B. I am the B. I am the B. Gomez, welcome. I'm your host, Joe, and today we're playing the IMDB game. Now today, I'm going to give you an actor, and you're going to tell me what his four notable roles are on IMDB. All right, bro. Gomez, today, the actor in question, Michael Keaton. Mm. You have 60 seconds. So I'm going to assume Batman. Batman is number four, correct. Okay. Bat, just regular Batman? Is it ba- is, Regular Batman 1. Is yeah. Batman Forever also there? Because sometimes they do that stupid shit. He wasn't in Batman Forever. I mean Batman uh, <laughs> Returns. I'm sorry. That is not on the list. Um. So Michael Keaton is Mr. Mom because that would be on my list. That is not on the list. Oh, I'm trying to think. What is Michael Keaton most famous for besides Batman? I honestly... You may get one. I don't think you're getting the other two. Uh, but he didn't win. Uh, right? Because he was... Because Michael Keaton, right? He was supposed to win Best Actor for uh, Birdman. For Beetlejuice. For, oh, oh, Beetlejuice. Is Beetlejuice on there? Beetlejuice is not on the list. Is Birdman on there? Yes, that's okay. the one I thought you would get. See, because Birdman, like, that was, like, supposed to be his thing, and then I don't think he won the Oscar. Like, all of a sudden, someone out of nowhere. Oh, did he win? I'm, I'm confused right now. Um, uh, Two more. This is hard. Michael Keaton. He was though. nominated. He did not win. Okay, yeah, but I think he won, like, all the other awards. So everyone was like, this is Michael Keaton's time. Yeah. Um, What the fuck? That was, was actually their exact words. I believe it was Roger Ebert who said, this is Michael Keaton's time. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Raj, um. <laughs> and his boys Dwayne and Rerun. <laughs> oh, so I, I didn't know I loved many Rajas, but yeah, there's more than one Raj coming through. Uh, and I, the alien from American Dad. Yeah, he's a good one. So I don't know. I'm kind of stumped because I'm really like multiplicity. He had like. Uh, didn't he do like a kind of a movie, like a romantic movie with the girl with the the crazy hair? Spider-Man know. Homecoming? <laughs> oh, Spider-Man. Is he in Spider-Man? Is that on there? He is, in, that's he not is on, the on list. Spider-Man, but yes. Man, it's a hard one because I don't know. Okay, so I, I thought you would get Birdman. I was correct. Sure. I would not have gotten Birdman, but the one I would have gotten... Was the founder where he plays Ray oh, Kroc, the guy who quote unquote yeah, created McDonald's? The McDonald's movie, yes, yes. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. That that's uh, the other movie is a movie I've never even heard of. I'm sure you have, however. 
uh, from 2015. The movie is called Spotlight. Oh, it's great. Best Picture winner, baby. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, never heard of it. It's about the uh, Catholic Church in Boston uh, touching boys, like that scandal. It's about okay. It's about the newspaper, like uh, you know, investigating, investigating so the it's scandal. Just, it's just a feel-good story for the whole family. It's an adult movie, obviously. You know, but it's got a lot of great performances. Mark Ruffalo's in there. They knew! It's it's good. It's a good... uh... (laughs) Do you think Mark Ruffalo should play me in, like, the L Shoes biopic? I could get down with that. I I think that's the guy I would want to play me. That's good. Wow. I'm obviously Brad Pitt to play me. Uh, I was going to say, who would play you in the podcast section of my Leonardo life? Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, someone, you know. <laughs> Fucking going to be Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> so, like... It's going to be Louise Guzman. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Captain Shoes, the movie. Oh. Starring Mark Ruffalo <laughs> and his BFF to the FFF, Louise Guzman. <laughs> Oh, man, what an episode we got here today. (laughs) You were traveling this weekend, Joe. Did you get to to watch anything this week? I did because it's the season. Oh, it is, baby. Spooky snake season. Triple S. So I mentioned last week there was just so much shit that came out. Boy, oh boy, I'll talk about that in a few minutes. But we're going to talk about something that we both watched. Netflix, Movies That Made Us. This is an ongoing uh, series. What is this, like the second or third uh, season? I feel like it's the third season, but I don't really know how they're breaking it up. So that always confuses me. But we did get Pretty Woman the last time. (laughs) Yes. So I'm trying to think. Um, I know we watched and talked about the TV, uh, the toys that made us on the podcast. Did we do movies? Like, I don't remember watching. We did because I was very excited because the movie that certainly made me was Pretty Woman. So we did. We watched the Pretty Okay. Because, like. Well, I mean, I don't know. We, we haven't really done, like, an official segment. It was just something. Okay. We talked that about. I watched and I was very excited about because when I think the movies that were highly influential on. <laughs> Teens and kids back in the day who are now adults and reliving their nostalgia. The one movie that constantly comes to mind that people say, wow, I wish I could have lived this life is being the hooker from Pretty Woman. Dream big, ladies. Um, So, yeah, so this is the third or fourth season, whatever. And they did like a horror centric kind of season. Not everyone of the episodes is horror. There's a coming to America and a RoboCop, even though it's horrific at times. It's an action movie. Um, they did four. Was it four episodes? They did Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Aliens. Correct? Yes, Aliens. aliens. Plural, not Aliens Two. The sequel to Aliens. So, I watched Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. Which ones did you watch, Joe? I've watched all of them. Okay. So I gotta say, so I'm just really dedicated to this show sure. and to the fans that listen. <clears throat> so I have to say, I watched um, the first episode is Halloween. Now, but before we even get into that, I think it we have to reinforce the fact 
that you are very much a horror aficionado. Sure. You have seen all these movies in questions, what, double digit times easy, sure, right? Of I would think. You have watched documentaries about probably Halloween, Friday the 13th for sure, Nightmare on Elm Street, yes. definitely. There is not a lot that you are not going to know that you are going to find out in a 45-minute Netflix special, I'm a, I would think. Yes, sure. That is correct. Everything you have so, said is correct. I, like That's like if Netflix decided to do like a 30-minute He-Man documentary today, there's not going to be a lot in there that I... Like when they do uh, the toys that made yes, us Yes, they did something. a He-Man, right? Like, then they do a He-Man yeah. episode, and you basically yes, knew and, everything. Yeah, there's not a lot for me that I'm going to learn out of that. But sure. like when you do a Barbie episode... Well, I yes, that's I'm interesting. Not a Barbie fan, yeah. so it becomes very interesting to me because I don't know any of that backstory or how it was created or anything like that. Yes. So I would assume like this is your Masters of the Universe. Sure. You yes. are probably going to be wildly disappointed by this. Well, so yes, but so that's why I want to say like as soon as I hit play on the fucking thing, I hated it instantly. I just hate the presentation. And the style, the documentary style that they do. And I don't remember it being so fucking annoying on the Toys show. I don't really remember, like, going, ugh, watching it. Because I'm watching this show, and just the music cues, and the way the announcer talks, and they set up their clips, I fucking hated it within, like, a minute. Before even, like, oh, because, oh, I know everything about... And it's not even about knowing about Halloween. They do everything in a very comedic style... To the point where they're almost making fun of the people like, being interviewed, I would, right? Like it's like ridiculous. So like that's so and that's why I wanted to start off with that immediately because it's just like I don't even hate it because I know everything because I know it's not for me and I did want to see how they present the facts and that stuff is fine, you know they go into details that you should know about and you know obviously. You don't need to know every little thing that would be in a four-hour documentary. Correct, and they're going to be generalized yes, things because that's like fine. Th- this show is geared towards someone like me. Yeah, and that's fine. I just just the the presentation just really fucking took me out, and I watched them, but I'm just like, oh my god, every time I really. It, do you remember the toys being like that? I mean, only in certain parts where they would, like, constantly go back to a joke. I feel like it became more of a thing, not so much in, like, the first So, like, it worked a couple toys. episodes, and then they decided, but, like, if oh. you watch the if you watch, like, the wrestling episode, um, the wrestling figures episode, the way they consistently go back to the guy Jewish Lightning, and, like, that was, like, they just hammered on that same joke, like, and then would insert a clip of him, like, over and yeah, over and Yeah, and I remember, like, they did something like that with He-Man, right? But there was one guy, like, they would make it fun of or something. Yeah, like, it, so it's become, like, a trope for their, their way of storytelling. Yeah, so I wasn't aware of that. So immediately I'm, I'm, I'm turned off to the products. So I want to ask you, Joseph, how did you feel about the Halloween, like, learning about Halloween? So Halloween is the first episode, and I assume they did these episodes in the uh, chronological order of yes. how the films were released. 100%, yes, because it leads now, into it. Halloween is the start. I had no idea that Halloween was, like, the influencer yes, that it was. Halloween is number one. To me, Halloween has always been, like, a very distant number three. Because I always grew up thinking, oh, Freddy and Jason, Freddy and Jason. Oh, yeah, and, like, I've heard of Michael Myers. Yeah, great. Um, 
that's the way I've always thought of it. But I never really understood the impact Halloween had as, as like this mark of cultural significance for horror films and how basically everything that came after it, you know, the other series were made possible because of the success of Halloween. So to me, I found it to be very interesting. Awesome. I've never actually seen the the Halloween movie, but now I have an interest in actually watching it. Oh, that's good because next week I felt like we watched a lot You're of son of a bitch. No, no, no. Hold on, we watched a lot of like newer stuff, so I wanted to throw like a a classicy kind of movie for the last week of six weeks of horror. I haven't decided oh, that's on great. it, so I figured like something like Halloween or just something like you know a, a movie from the seventies or eighties, something like that. You know. Okay. So I, I'm feeling it. That's why call me Mark Hoppus because I'm feeling this. <laughs> so that's why. So that's cool that you 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 saw Halloween. You have an interest. So then, besides it being uh, like the start of anything else, stand out like John Carpenter's way of doing things. Anything like that was interesting to you? The the negotiations of how he was insistent on getting his name yeah. in the title. <laughs> Crazy. Like to me, I fucking love like that arrogance and that hubris yes like especially for someone who at that point is like a no-name guy right yes and that's why like, we still talk about him to this day because you gotta have like, that no, the movie will be called john carpenter's halloween like yes john carpenter he's wonderful everybody loves him he's very um in the past couple years he's become very candid where he don't give a shit anymore and so he'll tell you how it is like Halloween 2, a lot of people love Halloween 2, it's fine. Um, he hates that movie. He did it only because he needed money. And he'll say it. He, he don't care no more. He's like, I didn't want to make this movie. I made my Halloween. I good. But I got bills to pay, so I made this movie. Like, he's like turned into that kind of guy where he don't give a shit. I love it. All the information in really all of these episodes was new to me. So, that alone, the method of storytelling that bothered you so much really didn't bother me because I was really into the content. Sure. And because it like it kept me interested, it kept me engaged. At one point, uh I found myself like I hadn't even reached or played with my phone in a while and I had a bunch of notifications that I had just been ignoring, which has like hasn't happened to me while watching anything in a, in a long time. That's awesome here. So um going from Halloween and then to Friday the thirteenth and Yeah to and see the like, parallels, oh, yeah. Yeah, and like Friday the 13th was, you know, we were just trying to rip off Halloween. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, really? Yeah. Like, Halloween is like that? Like, because I've just never thought of Halloween as that important. Yeah. It's the first slasher, like they say, with no blood, no gore, nothing. But it's terrifying. Yeah, for the most part, it's more theater of the mind. I was always scared of Halloween as a kid because the music, the music is crazy. And the music plays throughout the movie. So you always have this sense of like, oh shit, like something's happening and it ratches it yeah, up. And, and they explain like the whole reasoning for that and like, oh, this is how you know the killer's there yeah. without even seeing it's anything. Great. Yeah. And so be, I'd be in the other room and I'd be, cre- I'd be I'd be creeped out in another room just because you could just hear that music and you know something is, is about to happen. You know that there's something going on. It's it's great. Yeah, I uh I re- very much enjoyed this episode. And then Friday the 13th, they take that style and then they decide to amp it up with uh, lots of blood and gore. Yes, we're going to take Halloween, but now give you what Halloween didn't give you, and that's the blood and guts of it. And boy, did you enjoy that kind of stuff? Because I always love watching 
documentaries where they talk about like special effects and stuff because that shit is amazing watching that that's always been my favorite part it of movies was, and having them explain like the scene where they slit the girl's throat against the tree yeah and how they how they do it right it's like, like oh yeah wow, how, like so they cool. made like this ring on like this uh flesh colored ring that was just like punctures at a certain time or whatever like it's like the way they go into it because it doesn't look like that out of place no. And then, like, like they're explaining it to you, and you're like, how did I not notice a fucking flesh-colored ring? It happens quick. Boom. Quick cuts. Boom, boom. <clears throat> I've, that's why I've always loved that. Tom Savini, he's the godfather of gore with the special effects, I guess you would call him. He's, he's the main man that got him for that movie, and those kills stand out. That's one of the Kevin Bacon kill to this day. People, the arrows under the bed, it's great. Yeah. Classic shit. Just, yeah, it's just... There's so much, like, like I said, every, like, everything was new to me, so I really, like, I bought in big for, for pretty much this whole series. So we'll end with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, because I'm interested to see how how you uh, process that inf- information. How was that episode? Nightmare on Elm Street, we watched a couple, uh, we watched a couple of them yeah, uh, a few years we ago. We did a Freddy and Jason weeks. episode to get yes. you into the spooky um, snake season. And even though I've never... Like, I'm not going to sit here and classify myself as a fan of the series because I've never really watched the movies like that. Like, you always liked Freddy because he was like this wise ass. Wise ass, yes. He had the, like, the quips. And the He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Had, with the, yes. <laughs> you know. But the character of Freddy had so much cultural appeal oh, beyond yeah. just these movies. He was very much a part of mainstream pop culture yeah, in ways that Jason couldn't be, in ways that. Michael Myers couldn't be. It's true. Because you could have Freddy Krueger showing up at award shows at like the fucking Nickelodeon Kids Awards and handing out a fucking surfer trophy and getting slimed or some shit. My like my cousin had a Freddy doll, like a little stuffed Freddy figure with like a little hard face. It's like that's crazy. <laughs> like yeah, like Freddy toys exist. Like it's it's nuts. And between like so the character of freddy and like i'm always like kind of taking i always do a double take whenever i see like just regular robert Englund yes do anything because he's an actor <laughs> yeah i like he's like like he's a real boy shakespeare like, shakespeare actor over here it's like let's go uh you, you know, it's like that scene in Married with Children where, where Bud just, like, loses his mind. He's like, I'm not a troll. I'm a boy, you idiot. And he starts, like, jumping around. That's how I feel about Robert Englund, where he's like, I'm not a monster. I'm a real man. Like, I, and I, I almost feel bad because I I only think of him as Freddy Krueger. So and seeing the way they did, especially the one thing that stood out to me was when they talk about filming the final scene where they set Freddy on fire. And how this, you know, they're in like this wooden basement that could very easily catch on fire. <laughs> and true. the stuntman feels the need to elongate the scene by crawling up the stairs and falling back down. <laughs> and all these people are just waiting for the cue to hit him with the fire extinguishers. And the the fire department is there or the marshal is there, like getting ready to pull the plug on everything. Because they're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, it's that's fucking awesome. So good. Good. So I'm glad you enjoyed it like that. I'm happy to hear that you were into it and like interested in the story of, of how the shit got done. That's awesome. I yeah. I uh I mean, 
You want me to give these a grade? You could if you want. I mean, sure. I'll hit. I, okay. People love when we hit I'll, music. I'll hit the fucking music. Here we go, hit baby. Hit the music. Boom. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, baby. Tell me, where do these three episodes of movies that made us fall on your main man standings? I mean, they're basically made for me. Someone who is the most casual type of horror watcher, right? Yep. So they're right in my wheelhouse. They're made for me. They're characters I know, and I do like finding out about history of stuff and how stuff is made. So I'm going to give this three and a half stars, triple and a half main man. That's awesome. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. That makes me very happy. Anytime you watch something where there's some killing in it that I make you watch and you come away happy with it, I'm like, yes, awesome. Very good. Glad to hear. Mm. Yeah, it's like uh, Crumbobulous Michael from Rick and Morty. was like, oh, boy, there I go killing again. Uh, so last week I mentioned so much stuff coming out, so much stuff. I watched a lot of that stuff, so I just wanted to give quick, quick little reviews here. Uh, the first episode of Chucky dropped. I loved it. Thought it was great. Can't wait to see where they go. That comes out. I believe that's a Tuesday show on USA or Sci-Fi or something. Good shit. I watched Slumber Party Massacre remake. It was on Sci-Fi. I love this movie. So the original Slumber Party Massacre is like... Um, it's supposed to be like kind of satirical. It was made by a lady. So she's playing up these lady tropes in horror movies, you know? Like, ooh, the okay. slumber party, the girls. So she's, like, playing with it. And so this movie does the same with the, you know, 2021 version. And then they also do their own thing because it's a remake. They do, like, the not the generic stuff, but, like, the remake stuff that you do. And then they take it in their own direction, which I always love. So perfect, wonderful. The so it gives you the, the bit of fan service for the people that will appreciate it, but it does give you new on top. It's yes. not just Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> yes, exactly. A regular person who's not uh, seen the first Slumber Party Massacre 400 times, you can still enjoy the movie. But if you have seen it, you're like, oh, I remember that. Oh, look at that callback. Stuff like that. Mm. Uh, the big thing that came out this week, we just talked about our double main man, Michael Myers, earlier. Well, he had a... Halloween Kills. Yes, he had a new movie come out. So these movies, what they... He did. He himself produced it and <laughs> distributed it. So after seeing him wrestle um, Friday night in Long Island... Against me. <laughs> against Joe. I was very scared. I was very nervous for you, but you held your own, baby. Uh, I did. I, um, I put my best foot forward and my best fist as well. <laughs> I then came home and watched his new movie and... Uh, so what they did, for those that don't know, well, if you don't know, Joe, like uh, they said all those other sequels don't matter, just uh, the 1978 one that you uh, learned about today. and then So basically they're trying to make this as if it was part two? This is part three now. The one that came out uh, two years ago in 2018, that was part okay. two. That was Halloween 2, technically. Nothing has happened 
in the 40 oh. years between that. So anything, any other Halloween movie never existed. Nothing happened. Michael Myers has been locked away since the end of the first Halloween. Uh, it makes sense, so, I guess. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, right, that's the thing they do, all these new these new legacy sequel, prequel thingies, you know, where they, they come back 20 years later and don't acknowledge. Yeah, and, and they rewrite history, yes. Yes. They, white, they whitewash it, <laughs> like the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. So this movie is the third one now, and then there's another one. So it'll be four Halloweens in this timeline. There's three different timelines of Halloween. This is the now is like John Carpenter still doing this? That yes, he's, saying, he's like, an okay. executive producer and he does the soundtrack, so he's oh, involved. That's interesting. And uh, they say they go to him and ask him opinions and stuff about the script. Apparently, even though they don't need to. This is written by David Gordon Green and fucking Danny McBride make these movies. Really? <laughs> yes, they're big horror guys. And so they've they've made these all uh, all three of these movies here crazy. So this takes place right after the last one that came out two three years ago. Uh, you know, so I feel I have a lot of a lot of conflicting uh, thoughts here. I do need to give it a rewatch. So my initial thought after I watched the movie was he made a good slasher movie, but as a Michael Myers movie, I don't know. I can't say he didn't make a, a good Halloween movie because what does that mean? All these sequels are so fucking different from each other. There's no rhyme or reason, you know? So, like, there's no rules that he technically has to follow. So he could do whatever he wants. I just, I guess, I don't think Michael Myers would do some of the things he does. So, like, I, like I'm in the middle here. Like, there's some good shit. Michael Myers is brutal in this movie. There wasn't blood in the in uh, 1978. There makes up for it tenfold in this movie. He kills like I think 30 people in this movie. I'm not even exaggerating. I think the huh. the final count is like 30. He goes bananas. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of ideas about uh, grief and dealing with trauma. Like that's what they're going for. There's like the movie is about uh, the townspeople getting together. To do something about Michael Myers. Like, we got to stop this. Evil dies tonight. They chanted, evil dies tonight. It's fucking... Uh. So, here, here's my question. If Michael Myers has been around for 20-something years or 40-something years, however long it's been, um, at no point does, like, any of the government agencies get involved, like the National Guard or well, he's been, the well, he FBI? Hasn't, so, he, he gets locked up. So he's been in like a a mental asylum for forty oh, years, yes, obviously. And then I then they're gonna transfer him, or whatever. But he gets out, you know, the usual nonsense. He escapes the mental yeah, like asylum when, when when Cheese got out of the dumpster. <laughs> cheese, cheese. <laughs> so, hey, didn't we lock you in the dumpster? Yeah, I got out. <laughs> uh, so good. So yeah. So. I'm conflicted. It's it's okay in parts, not okay in others. If I had to give it a number here on the main man standings, I'm before you do that. Oh, what? before you do, what? hit the music again. Oh, I'm hitting it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? 
are you are man yeah so if I had to give this I, I'm like in between I think like a two and a half I think like it's not the worst thing because like I said it's entertaining but then there's some stupid stuff but, you know listen it's not the worst Halloween movie there's, there's bad Halloween movies trust me Halloween Resurrection I'm looking at you Michael Myers Dangertainment with the uh, Buster Rhymes did you ever see that one Joe? <laughs> I have seen none of them. Oh, man. I remember, like, when Halloween H2O came out. Yes. I was, uh, I want to say I was, like, a senior in high school or so, yeah, give like, or take. it was, like, 2000, 2001, like, something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I was I was in the neighborhood there, and I remember it was, like, a big deal because it was, like, it had all these cool, young, hip actors. Yes. And we were, get, we were getting the cool, young horror renaissance at that point with, like, the faculty and uh, teaching Mrs. Tingle. Well, yes, because of Scream, that was the whole Scream had come out, and I Know What You Did Last Summer, and then it came back, then Urban Legends, and you had all that kind of, that teen renaissance of the slasher, which is great. It's good. All the lot of Like Mars Attacks. (laughs) You know, something I forgot to bring up last week that was coming out, Joe, do you remember that game Left 4 Dead? Yes, they just put out a new a new game. the The guys who made that, the girls, guys, whoever makes it. Did they really? Yes, it's called Back for Dead. It came out last week. I totally forgot to write it down. I had pre ordered it. Everything. I've played a little. So far, I'm liking it. It's the same kind of thing. You're a bunch of people trying to survive a thing. People have different weapons, different things. There's crazy monster zombies. The blob guys is, is still there. You know, the who spits the acid, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Like this, there's monsters like that. I'm really enjoying it. I may have to check that out because, you know, when it comes to these games, I like they're way too invasive for me. There's way too much going on. And when I'm playing video games, it's literally just to relax. It's to I don't want to think. And like a game like Call of Duty or like a Star Wars Battlefront or something like there's way too much going on that I have to pay attention to and stay focused. And literally all I want to do is lay back drink my coffee and hit dingers. That's all I want to do. And Left 4 Dead was a great game for that because all I had to do was I didn't have to follow any fucking map. I didn't have to worry about nine different things going on. It was just walk straight and kill the zombies. And I can do that. I can do that while relaxing my mental health, while rejuvenating my spirit and my brains. You played that shit all the time. That was our shit. Love that game. So I was very excited. It's free if you have Xbox Game Pass. It was free. I do not. Like, uh, this Game Pass thing, it gave me free MLB The Show day it came out. I had canceled my pre-order. And then it gave me free this. I knew it was coming out, so I didn't even pre-order it. I just pre-downloaded it for free. It's crazy. The games they give away on this thing. And how much do you pay for that? So I didn't pay anything yet because... um, I bought the new Xbox, so it came free for Ooh. for like six months. I got the Xbox X. I didn't get the S because you can't find an S. You can't find the PlayStation 5, but you can find Xs every once in a while. And it's smaller. And it That's has a digital one, it's, right? It's, and it's all digital. I'm all about that digital life. I don't need to have these game boxes laying around, I, you know. I hate it whenever I buy a game for the Switch. I'm downloading it because I don't need Shiloh taking it out to play one of her games and messing it. We don't need that shit, you know? So I'm all mm-hmm. about the download. I download it, pre-order, 
And it so when it comes out, boom, it's there in the morning. Love it. All about it. But I would I'm have to check that out. I would like a PlayStation Five. I think eventually. Because there's a lot of exclusive stuff. Like, that's kind of the thing. Like, it was always a, a little bit of a thing to be exclusive to PlayStation, Xbox. But now it's, like, a little more. Like, all these Marvel games. They're making another Spider-Man game. That first Spider-Man game was great. I got to play it because my brother had PlayStation. And uh, I love mm-hmm. that shit. That shit was great. They're making another one. They're making a Wolverine game. Like, they're making all these awesome games exclusive. And it's like, ah, oh, come on, man. I want to play Yeah, but it. by the time you're able to get a PS5, PS6 is going to be out. <laughs> uh, they at this point they can't make a PlayStation Six forever because no one still has these PlayStation Five. It's insane. I know there's not a well, lot that's, of everything going that's the around. Chips, the chip shortage. I know, but but I mean everything. I go to the supermarket, bro. I hate going to the supermarket now because sometimes I got to go to three different stores in one day just to get shit for dinner. Because this one's the short, the shelves are empty with this shit that I need. The stores are empty over here. It's been a disaster. Shit that you wouldn't even think. I went to the store the other day. They didn't have whatever. But I'm just walking and like the juice aisle was empty. Like they didn't have any Yoohoo. They didn't have any high C, any Kool-Aid. I'm like, but how are these aisles completely empty like that? It's crazy out here, bro. I haven't noticed uh, anything like that. Like, I've been seeing it, like, online, people saying it. But, like, when I go shopping, maybe I just don't know how to do shopping because I don't really cook like that. So I'm not doing, like, a full food shopping. So I really just go in to grab a thing of milk, a thing of cereal, and some some frozen breakfast and, and maybe some antacid pills. And then I'm on my merry way. So next, They always have that stuff. Next time you go food shopping... Just go up and down the aisles just to see. You go to the Walmart, though, so the Walmart might be better than a regular, you know, ShopRite, whatever the fuck you have over there. But I go to a Walmart grocery store, yeah, so, so that, it's literally just a grocery sure, store. Sure, but I, I just I have a feeling the Walmart overlords, the, they make sure they got their shit, you know? Oh, okay. Like the ShopRite, they do local shit. I don't know. I just feel like those would be more empty. When I go to Walmart, the regular Walmart, shit ain't ever empty there. So I figured the grocery mm. store would be the same, you know? Okay, okay. So maybe I will... Uh, but still. I'll go to a Publix. But still, go to the Walmart and, and see how the aisles are. See, you know, because, like, there'll be days where there's no rice I can't get fucking rice for dinner. The store, the shelves are completely empty. What do you empty. mean you can't get rice aroni? Everyone needs rice aroni. That's I the San know. Francisco treat. It's the best. And I got an Instapot. And the rice aroni in the Instapot, bro, it's the perfect creaminess you need to have. It's the best, bro. Ooh, mm. I honest, honestly, I'm intrigued. An Instapot, I think you get an Instapot for like 20, 30 bucks. It'll be a great investment. You just put the shit in there. You put it on. Well, come on, let, let's not go crazy. It's so good. You just put the rice aroni in there and you push a button so you don't even have to put it on I, the stove. I will allow you to cook me rice aroni <laughs> one day. Well, I guess you're coming back maybe in December for some wrestling. I don't know. I, 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 hey, listen, I'm still... <laughs> You're taking bookings, they, you said. They they need to contact my manager <laughs> and, uh, you know, agree to my, my rate, <laughs> pad the lope, as they say. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, anything else, horror? Uh, one last horror thing I didn't mention last week also. Uh, one of my bands I listened to is a metal band, Ice Nine Kills. Uh, they put out... An album two, three years ago where every song is about a horror movie. 
Okay. And uh, it's awesome. I love it. Every song is different, and it's like Freddie, Jason. Like, it's it's cool. So they just dropped a new album. Uh, it's a sequel uh, where they do more horror movies. So this this one has Chucky and Pet Cemetery stuff like that. Not as good as the first one. It's good. So, but the first one's on, are an they redoing like the theme songs for the horror so movies, this or is, are they <clears throat> so writing songs that just happen to be about horror movies? Both. This is why I really enjoy it because so it's a, so they tell the story of whatever, however they want to tell the story of the idea of what the movie is. You know what I mean? And uh, then they will incorporate sounds from the movie. So Halloween has the... Ding, 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 and Jaws has the... Ding, ding. They do the saw theme, you know, when you find out what's happening and the saw music plays. They do mm-hmm. that in this song. So they do stuff like that. And that's why I really enjoy it. Because it's like, oh, I just like metal. It's very, it's very heavy. It's very scream music. So it's not for everybody, obviously. Yeah, but if you into metal, you know, I say they scream, but then they have very melodic hooks. Like the the choruses are very catchy, and I think I think people would like it if they listen to it. Ice Nine Kills, Silver Scream, and then the new one is Silver Scream Two. Welcome to Horrorwood. It's good. Yeah, maybe we could post up uh, some some links up on the old social media at Car Jomez. Yes, definitely. I'm all about it, bro. I'll drop some links. And Gomez, I, I got a question for you. As now we're, uh. What, just uh, over a week away from the big day, as they say on the streets? What What is the hot Halloween costume? What kind of plans do you have? Are you getting dressed up? What, what are we doing for Halloween, Gomez? So, we don't have plans yet because we've got to see what the child <clears throat> wants to do. Like if there's like, a, oh, a friend at school asked her to go trick-or-treating or something, you know? So... We're mm-hmm. holding off, but we do. We've done alone, and we've done with friends. So the best thing about Halloween is it's on Sunday, so that means we're probably gonna be trick or treating like twelve o'clock in the morning because that's what we're doing. So I. You mean the afternoon? I'm sorry, twelve in the afternoon. Yes. Yes. Midday, not that night. Uh, <laughs> so, as opposed to an after school thing normally. Yes, where you get home, the kids are tired. You only get two hours. Yeah. So I even love the idea that. We can maybe go to different neighborhood and sections. Like maybe we will go with her friend and go trick or treating over there, and then maybe we'll go meet up with some cousin friends over there, and maybe some other friends. So I'm very excited because I plan on trick or treating for like eight hours. Like I'm just now. Is there like a like a rich people part of town that gives out like the full size candy bars? Well, the next door neighbor down the block, he's big on. He always gives uh full-size candy and what happens is we live in a i like that neighbor we we live in a cul-de-sac and so no one comes down so we buy candy and it's basically we buy what we want because it's going to be left over so it's like oh make sure we get that bag so same thing happens the neighbor buys mad he spends like a hundred dollars on full-size candies okay and then like gives away three of them and oh and so then he's like oh just grab what you want so i get like three or four full-size candies you know so it works out wonderfully. He's been doing it for years. He's like, I don't understand. I understand we live in a cul-de-sac, right? But I'm giving out full-size candy. I figure these kids would tell these their friends and they would come <laughs> back the next year. The, the, the word of mouth yes. would have people ringing my bell. He's like, I figured like I'd be the, the full-size candy in the neighborhood. Like, what's up? Is there like a, a trick-or-treat Reddit board for that? <laughs> Maybe. Like, like, y'all need to hit up this dude's house. He's full-size candy man. Like, so he's very disappointed. And I get that because 
if I knew someone was giving full side candy, I'm fucking going back, bro. Like, what are we now, doing? Now, does he answer the door like in a mask or something? Like, trying to put a spook into the kids? I think he just sits outside drinking a beer, and he has a big bowl of candy and says, grab what you want, kids. Like, he don't care. You know, he's just chilling. See, when I was a kid, my grandmother used to love, like, she would always put on a mask before she would answer the door. So she'd have, like, her bucket of candy to give stuff out. Like, That's but she would fun. always put on a mask. Like, a, like at first, she, I remember she had, like, a witch mask. And then, like... If we ever had, like, scary costumes as kids, she would save the mask from, like, the Ben Cooper costumes, you know, like, the plastic mask. And and so, like, one year, I was Mumra from Thundercats, and my grandmother saved the mask because she thought it was, like, scary looking. So she used that for years. She She would wear the Mumra mask as she answered the door. That's great. That's a good mask. I love that. There's a guy down the block a little. He, uh... He has a a big yard in the front, and he does, like, a big thing every year where, like, um, <clears throat> you have to walk. It's like, he has, like, one of those houses where the the door's on the side, so it works perfectly. So mm-hmm. you got to, like, walk around, like, his yard a little to get mm-hmm. to his front door and have, like, um, things on the floor so you step on and a fucking spider will jump up at you. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so, like, it's really cool. Um, so... We always go there, but a lot of places in the neighborhood here aren't great. When we went to our friend's house, their neighborhood was a little better, but also it's been the past two, three years, COVID, so I expect this year to be a lot yeah. better with Halloween, a little more normal. So I was actually thinking of getting dressed up myself because it is a Sunday, Ooh. and I was thinking about just putting on a suit and going as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And giving out cards to kids. I, and I would approach every every superhero I see on the street I love and ask that. them if they're interested in they would joining love the you, Avengers kid. initiative. That They would love that. Look at you. Why would you do this? Who Who is this sweet man trying to to bring happiness and joy to children? What the fuck well, is happening, here's, bro? Here's why I say Did you it. bump your I head, say. bro? Actually, I, I, I did. I, hold on. I, I got to tell you this fucking story. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't tell you this fucking story. <laughs> Gomez, wait till you hear this shit. <laughs> so I, I wrestle in New York on Friday. I fly home Saturday. Now, um, I take a nap. I wake up. I go to take a whiz. As I take, as, I, as, I, as I'm standing there. I see like this bug crawl across the floor and I fucking jumped. When I jumped, I tripped over the, the mat oh on the floor. God. I fucking fall forward, smash my arm on the wall that sticks Jesus. out next to the bathtub. I go head first into the wall above the toilet bowl. I hit it so hard I could have sworn my forehead went straight through the fucking wall. I fall to the floor as I'm still peeing all over the place, all over the floor, all over myself. I'm just covered in piss and despair with a bruised ego. And this bug got away. And I don't know what the fuck I did to deserve this, but this motherfucker ruined my life. Wow, that was. I've got this giant knot on my head still. I've got this horrible bruise and like deep cut on my forearm. This motherfucker fucked me up. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
So then, that's is this is definitely why you're trying to be nice to children. You you have a concussion still? Are you 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 sure you're okay, bro? There was a point where I was like, I don't know if I should go to sleep. I may be concussed. <laughs> like I hit this wall hard, and I mean, like I didn't get my hands up or nothing. It was straight forehead to the wall. I thought for sure there had been skin just smudged off my head. Like <coughs> you know, I just. I just fucking ate it. I had no choice. Wow. And the whole time, as this is going on, I'm still peeing. I'm just peeing everywhere. Piss fucking everywhere. Oh, man. That is the worst, bro. You can't really stop. It's just like, you fucked. No, like, what, what you, you, once, you, once you start going, you can't this just turn done. it off. You're finished. Oh, that must have been fun to clean up. Hold I, I had to fucking like disinfect everything. Yes, I'm sure bleach that fucking bed. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> Joe, look at the time here, Joe. Oh, my goodness, I think we—it's about time to wrap this up, don't you think? I'll tell you why. Telling that story has sapped all my energy. <laughs> I'm just—I was so ashamed. <laughs> I was so ashamed, and and at one point. You know, I thought about it, and I'm like, if I would have fucking cracked my head open, no one would ever know. Yeah, bro. It's uh, Most people die from accidents. Like, that's how people die, because it's, it's real easy to kill yourself by mistake. I mean, that's why having a child is so nerve-wracking, because they could just go at any minute. They're so little and frail. You got to make sure. I was like, you're like, what if I knocked my out, knocked myself out? Yeah, you. And I'm laying on the floor, pissing straight up into the air, all over myself, like unconscious. Like no one's gonna come check on me. No, I mean we would notice. Like, man, we haven't heard from Joe in a couple of days, and eventually. But I mean, who who who's coming to check on you? No, nobody. <laughs> I could. I, I could have reached my point of perfection way earlier than I had planned to. So I think we need to maybe put some safety stuff in your house. Maybe you should get a life alert. Oh, is that the iPhone? Yes, and it I is. Yes, it is. <laughs> we may need it. At they this still point. make those. Nana has it. <laughs> had it. But I was just like, I was like laughing at the irony of it. How I wrestled the night before. I take this one big, huge bump over the top rope to the floor. Perfect. That was captured captured by many people at many different angles so good in photos where i'm like literally perpendicular to the ground like upside down it's a phenomenal look a phenomenal scene but i came out of that okay and here i am just at home trying to take a whiz like a normal gentleman and this fucking bug just bumped the shit out of me without even trying god damn i love it Oh, Joe, what am I going to do with you? (laughs) So with that said, remember to follow us on all the social medias at card. Joe Mez, remember to subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends. Leave us a five-star review wherever you download this. And keep it coming. You want my new 8x10s? You know where to find me all over the social medias at the Joe Shoes. I'm the Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. And we will be back next week with another brand new episode as we wrap up the spooky snake season. So I might be going to Philly this weekend, Saturday, 
to go that is spooky. to go to a monster mania convention, to go to a horror convention. I might be going. Hey, because we've talked about it, and I have friends that are going. So I'm like, if people are going, I guess like I kind of, I kind of just like I gotta go. So I, yo, hey, when it comes to these things, like it's very easy to be like, I want to go, but nah, it's a, I don't want to do it. But like, you just have to force yourself to go, and that's kind of what I felt I did this year with PowerCon, where I just like. I was kind of like wavering back and forth, and I just finally said, fuck it, I'm going. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. So, Gomez, I demand, as your boss, I demand that you go. I guess I'm going to Monster Mania Philly. Anyone there, you'll see me. (laughs) Yes. He will be the one with the shirt that says, I'm Gomez. Hello, everybody. (laughs) New Metal Key. Maybe I'll wear my New Metal Kid shirt. We'll see. <laughs> we will see because you will post photos yes, of on course. all the Instagrams. I will take photos and uh, I'll have a good time, I'm sure. I mean, I'll get a, a cheesesteak, so I mean, hello. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I should go. No matter what, I'll have a good time. So, uh, yeah. So we'll be back next week. But until then, Joe. Until next time, friends. Hail Ratma. Peace. Woo!